0: what does self-care look like when a problem you're facing is so painful or so big that you can't immediately resolve it? Welcome back to the Therapy for Real Life podcast. This is not therapy. This is real life. I'm your host, Anna Lindberg-Seder, and today we're going to be talking about self-care skills when you are facing a problem that is overwhelmingly out of your control. And this situation might happen when you've tried all the different skills that you already have to try to change the situation. But for whatever reason, your context is just not cooperating with you. This is a good time to practice radical acceptance. Let's talk about that a little bit more. And then later in the show, we're going to practice radical acceptance with the DBT skill, turning the mind. Let's talk about what we're talking about when we say radical acceptance. Mindfulness and dialectical behavior therapy teaches us that radical acceptance is a powerful self-care skill when we encounter painful events or emotions that don't have an immediate solution. And for anyone following along in the DBT skills training manual, you're going to find a bunch of worksheets that explain what I'm talking about on pages 342, 343, 344 of the DBT skills training manual. And you're going to find a really good overview of the skill of radical acceptance as a self-care skill. So what are we talking about? DBT is a research-backed counseling method that pulls together a bunch of effective strategies to help folks regulate their mood and interact better with their environment. So we know that dialectical behavior therapy is backed by a whole bunch of research to show how effective it is. And many of the key ingredients are pulled from mindfulness meditation and traditions that go back thousands of years. So we're pulling from a, a lot of different sources here when we, when we look at the, the strength and power of radical acceptance. CBT explains that radical acceptance means all the way, complete and total. And what are we talking about accepting? Reality. And in that reality is accepting your own point of view, your thoughts and feelings, your experiences in your body. And radical acceptance teaches us that when you stop fighting reality, whatever it is, that you let go of bitterness and you make room for acceptance and sometimes joy. Because in that letting go, we let go of a lot of those painful experiences and we let in reality as it is. So what has to be accepted? There are a lot of different things that we can practice accepting in our life that might be really challenging. So for a lot of folks, they are just trying to accept the basic reality of the world, the facts about the past, the present, all of those contextual factors that are true, whether you like it or not. And this might sound so simple and obvious to accept reality as it is, but think of the hundreds of times a day that we all struggle with this. Think of all the times that you catch yourself saying things should be this way or that way, right? Like the person who cut you off in traffic and ruined your day as if your day was supposed to be a certain way, when in reality, your day is the way that it is right now. That's reality acceptance. We can also practice accepting the reality that there are limitations in this world. We might have to accept that there are only 24 hours in a day, We might have to accept that we really want someone to do something for us, and we might have to really investigate whether or not that person has the capacity to offer what we want. We can also practice accepting the reality that everything has a cause including events and situations that cause you pain and suffering. Someone once explained this part of reality acceptance to me as the core principle of karma. They explained that karma is basically just cause and effect. And if you are dealing with something so painful, something that can help us get to reality acceptance is trying to accept and understand the causes that led to that effect. We can also practice accepting the fact, DBT says, that life can be worth living even with painful events in that experience. So this is that idea of not throwing the baby out with the bathwater, right? When we avoid our reality or avoid our experiences, we throw out the good with the bad. And mindfulness teaches us that the more we are able to tune into our reality and practice accepting, we can live a life worth living, even one that includes pain. So why is this really important to practice? Because it sounds like a lot of work to me when we say it out loud of all the overwhelming things that are difficult to accept. Why would we practice accepting reality? Well, the alternative is that, you know, if you look at rejecting reality, it really doesn't change anything. It's oftentimes a a poor attempt at coping to deny reality. makes us feel safe and secure in our own minds for a moment or two just to deny that something's not true. You might, uh, you know, in your own mind, know that you're right about something. And it doesn't change the fact that the person you're trying to convince that you're right isn't hearing you. And you can talk in your own mind about how you are right all day long. And you might miss, you might miss something. You might miss that disconnect. Why accept reality? Well, changing reality requires that you first accept reality. You might not like who's in office right now. You might wish it were not the case. You might, in fact, say, that's not my president. Maybe it doesn't, that president doesn't speak for you. And yet, if you want to vote that person out of office, you need to accept the reality in front of you. Mindfulness also teaches us that pain can't be avoided. And in fact, pain is part of our survival reflex. It's, in fact, nature's way of signaling that something is wrong. So rejecting reality only turns pain into suffering. And in fact, that is the definition of suffering. Suffering is reality denial. Whereas pain, since we know it's a fact of life, is something that we can exercise accepting in order to reduce suffering. Refusing to accept reality, mindfulness explains and DBT explains, keeps you stuck. This is where you get revved up and you get stuck in a loop of unhappiness, bitterness, anger, sadness, shame, or other painful emotions. So of course you have the option to simmer and sit in some of those feelings as long as you want to. You can also practice accepting what is causing some of those difficult feelings and see if that produces any relief. Acceptance may lead to sadness, DBT explains, And there may be a sense of calmness mixed in there. And why we will practice reality is to empower us to make the the reality-based changes that we need to make. So we have to keep in mind that radical acceptance is not the same as approval. It's not saying, yes, please, thank you, I like that, do it again. It is actually not a passive role. It is a very active one, and one that you will have to recommit to over and over again. And we'll talk about what that looks like. Radical acceptance is accepting reality so that you can respond to that reality. But that's not an easy task to do, and a lot of things can get in the way of radical acceptance. Number one, maybe you don't have the skills for acceptance. You don't even know what accepting a painful reality looks like to you. And we'll give one example of that today when we talk about reality acceptance skills. Here's a common barrier that I hear all the time. People will tell me this one. They might believe that if you accept a painful event you are actually giving up on making change. And that's not the case. Remember that word dialectic when we talk about dialectical behavior therapy? That word dialectic reminds us that we can hold two seemingly opposite truths at the same time. And we're going to gently surf this dialectic as we practice accepting Painful realities are as they are right now while committing to change. You can do both at the same time. That is the dialectic. The other main thing that gets in the way of radical reality acceptance um, are our emotions. We get emotional. We get intensely sad. We get angry. We can have an overwhelming sense of injustice that can get in the way we feel entitled to our feelings, and that can get in the way of radical reality acceptance. How do you practice radical reality acceptance in a practical way? Let's think that through. Well, first and foremost, you have to observe the fact that you are questioning or fighting your reality. I think the simplest way to notice this is is just to tune in, to hear yourself saying that word should, right? You might come across in different ways. Like, doesn't that person have any common sense? Don't they know? It's just that it shouldn't be that way. You'll have to catch yourself talking about reality and denying that reality. We all do this in different ways. But first and foremost, just observe that you're tempted to fight that reality. You might notice a tension in your body. That might be one of the first clues. And you will have to remind yourself that reality, as unpleasant as it is, cannot be changed. You might even describe the details of what is happening. I don't like what is happening right now. And this is what's happening right now. This is happening until it's not. It is what it is. You will have to find the words to describe reality for you to even understand what that reality is. You may want to take a step back and remind yourself that there are causes for this reality. Be a detective and a sleuth and acknowledge some of the historical factors that have led up to this very moment. Consider all the people and and actions that have come before this moment to lead up to this reality. Accept the context of the reality that you're in. This is how things happened. Practice pointing that acceptance inward for your whole mind, body, and spirit. Find creative ways to involve yourself. So this could look like encouraging self-talk. You've got this. This is hard. Practice reality acceptance. And it could include mindfulness to the body or breath or noticing sensations, even painful ones that feel unacceptable. You might even notice the words come to mind, I can't do this. And radical acceptance could look like meditating on the fact that you are. Another way that you might practice radical acceptance in a very practical way is list all the behaviors that you would do if you did accept the reality of the situation. If you did accept the fact that you couldn't change someone's mind, would you interact with that person differently? What would acceptance in that relationship look like? And then in a very practical way, once you know what acceptance looks like, you've spelled that out, go ahead and act as if. Engage in those behaviors as you would if you really accepted the situation at hand. Think ahead about what acceptance looks like in your life. Think about situations and tough scenarios that might come your way, and radical acceptance can look like coaching yourself through the difficult steps. Let's say there's a difficult personality that you interact with at work and you really wish you didn't have to, but the reality is that you do practice in your mind, imagining what it would look like to accept the reality of the fact that that person is your coworker and they have a stinky attitude sometimes and you have to work with them and imagine what acceptance would look like in that that reality. Allow yourself to experience disappointment, sadness or grief as you entertain the idea of acceptance. Sometimes acceptance means accepting all of those challenging feelings on top of the reality That you're already trying to accept. Notice yourself resisting reality acceptance and begin again. Radical acceptance usually does not come easily. Sometimes you may have an aha moment, a moment of clarity, a moment of peace, but very often acceptance is something that we have to practice. Was our opportunity to practice radical acceptance in a very real way. Let's practice this through a little guided meditation. We're going to use the DBT skill, turning the mind. Turning the mind is a skill that you would use if you are tempted over and over again to deny reality. And what we will do is we will imagine in the mind's eye that you are coming to a fork in the road. And the choice that we have is to practice reality acceptance or to reject reality and continue to resist or say that things should be another way. And we have to remember that reality acceptance is not giving up on change. In fact, reality acceptance could be very much going in the direction of change. And I invite you now to conjure in your mind a little bit of an imagination between those two pathways in your mind as you let yourself imagine what radical acceptance means to you as you face an overwhelming problem in your life. And I invite you to imagine what rejection of that reality looks like. So go ahead now and and settle into a gentle, comfortable posture. Go ahead and set aside any distractions that are in front of you. If you need to take a break from work, or driving, or chores. Take this moment and go ahead and practice along with me as we practice turning the mind towards radical acceptance. And first and foremost, I invite you to just simply connect with the breath and take a couple of gentle, deep inhales, breathing in And breathing out. Breathing in. Breathing out. And as you continue to breathe at your own pace, I invite you to hold in your mind's eye. Just think about this for a moment what it is that you are willingly trying to practice accepting in your life. Let that difficult reality come to mind. And just noticing, putting some words to that problem as you describe it for yourself. And in your mind, see if you can't find the words that, best describe the reality as it is. And with reality acceptance, you know you're practicing reality acceptance if you can describe the facts at hand, not how you wish it were or how it should be or how it could be, or even thinking about things you wish you could have changed about the past, you can acknowledge those feelings and even practice accepting those feelings as they are as part of your reality. And notice each time your mind is tempted to deny that reality. And now that you have some words for that reality, I want you to add to this image that we have of a fork in the road. Because you have those two choices in front of you. You have reality denial you have reality acceptance and hold those two images in your mind as you imagine the gentle choices you have between accepting reality and rejecting that reality. And for the next minute or so, I invite you to hold your attention there and practice with me as you continue to gently turn the mind towards radical acceptance. Observe every impulse you have to not accept that reality. Look for anger, bitterness, annoyance, The temptation to avoid difficult emotions or say, why me? Why is this happening? I can't stand this. It shouldn't be this way. And continue to gently turn the mind towards whatever that picture of radical acceptance looks like to you. Maybe it's saying it is this way until it's not. It could be encouraging words of I will do the best that I can. I can only do what I can do. It could be accepting limitations. It could be accepting the fact that you will not give up. And as you turn the mind toward acceptance, I want you to look for a commitment that you can make to yourself to accept that reality. It could be sitting with these difficult feelings a little bit longer. It could be continuing to give this a try even though it doesn't feel like it's working. It could be start again every time you mess up. That inner commitment is your meditation on acceptance. And as you Continue to hold your attention there. Continue to turn your mind toward acceptance over and over again. This is the skill. Directing your attention where you want to have it in a values-backed way. So if reality rejection looks like rumination or worry or inner critic or external critic, Gently catch yourself and turn the mind back towards acceptance. Perhaps you come up with a word or a mantra that reminds you of what acceptance means to you, or an image of that crossroads could be helpful. Hold that image or word in your mind and practice turning the mind over and over again. This is you practicing neuroplasticity. This is a workout. This is hard. Do you feel that temptation to bring your mind back towards rejecting reality? Maybe you want to go to problem solving right away or make it better. Maybe you're already brainstorming. Hold on a moment longer as you let yourself just imagine what reality acceptance looks like for you. Practice this in your mind. Notice how hard it is and hold your attention there for a moment longer. Go ahead and practice turning the mind as you connect with the breath for two more deep breaths and fully visualize what radical acceptance looks like to you. Gently accepting the breath in as you breathe in and accepting the exhale as you breathe out and let go. Good. Once again, gently breathing in and gently breathing out. My invitation for you as you continue your self-care and all the strategies you use to make yourself feel better is to do what works for you. And when you struggle or have a hard time and find that those strategies no longer work for you or pain continues to come back, I invite you to add radical acceptance to your self-care toolbox. And know that it will be challenging. And know that your mind will go towards reality denial. And know that you have capacity to turn your mind towards acceptance. And that in fact is a practice. So my wish for you is that when you have something painful coming your way, that you have the confidence to know that you can turn your attention towards where you want to have it. Thank you for joining me today. Please enjoy your self-care until the next time we tune in. Remember, this is not therapy. This is real life. Please check out Therapy for Real Life resources on therapyforreallife.com. And remember that self-care is meant to be shared. So if you enjoyed today's show, please rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts or share this episode with a self-care buddy so that you can hold each other accountable to good self-care. Have a great day. Did you know that Therapy for Real Life offers burnout prevention hackathons for the workplace? I'm your host, Annalyn briggs and I'm happy to announce that Therapy for Real Life now comes to your workplace to offer therapy concepts adapted into self-care strategies that you can use on the job. As you know, Therapy for Real Life is a Bay Area-based burnout prevention counseling program, but now you don't have to participate in the therapy programs to learn what happens in therapy. If you're a listener of the Therapy for Real Life podcast, you know that I'm a big advocate of teaching people the strategies that work for them to manage stress, burnout, anxiety, and depression in their lives. Not everyone can make it to therapy. Managers and HR professionals are well aware that stress is at an all-time high in the workplace. Wouldn't you like to equip your staff self-care strategies to help them manage stress on the job. Therapy for Real Life's burnout prevention hackathons give staff a fun and interactive way to learn research-backed self-care strategies on the job. As your facilitator, I will come in and present relaxation strategies, cognitive coping exercises, and examples of mindfulness that your staff can pick from and practice in the workshop to see what works best for them. Teach your staff and co-workers not only ways to take care of themselves on the job, but create that culture of self-care and teamwork together. Find out more about hosting a burnout prevention hackathon at your workplace by going to therapyforreallife.com and selecting the workshops page or emailing me directly at therapy at That's therapy at A-N-N-A-C-E-D-A-R.com. I look forward to being in touch. Have a great day.